Welcome to a special edition of Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions offers commercial and residential cleaning in Calgary and surrounding areas. They follow a green clean program and are committed to providing products and services to clients that minimize the environmental impact while still delivering high performance. This is uh, the next couple of days dedicated to the world of professional wrestling. Myself and Girona, we did this back at my old job. Um, it is the best and the worst of the professional wrestling world. Today is a day to be joyful. Today is a day of celebration. Today is a day of recognizing excellence. Tomorrow is the day where we swear a bunch. Uh, but yes, today is the best of the pro wrestling world. So here is, without any further ado... Uh, the best of 2021 in the world of professional wrestling as we run through a bunch of different categories with myself and G-Rana. Tis the season for best ofs and worst ofs list. And this was something that I always loved doing at the uh, the old Combat Central. So we're doing it again. The band is back together. G-Rana for the best of this week or uh, today and then worst of coming out tomorrow. G, how are you today, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, we were just talking about this off air or whatever you want to call this. Um, mm -hmm. I have more positives than I do negatives. And it's, right? it's, it's weird because it's me. Like I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm captain negative all the time when it comes to wrestling, but yeah, no, there are a lot of really, really good things this year. Mm -hmm. um, obviously though, but uh, th there are some glaring negatives and uh we'll 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 get to those but uh yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm all right yeah no this is good i um yeah I, i'm the same as you like i have a bunch of like honorable mentions for all of these best ofs and then worst stuff like i had to do some googling and see what are other people say oh right that guy because there's it, it, i think just like first off the the best of the year was just professional wrestling like this was just a very sure. good year for pro wrestling oh yeah absolutely and yeah, like we'll get into it because I, mm. I, it, as soon as you told me about this, I was just like, all right, cool. I have a few things in my head, but then I had to look up a few other things. And then that, that took a little bit of time, but I didn't mind it because, like, hey, I was, I was literally looking up pro wrestling. And, and there's like, to me, that's fun as hell. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. And let's start like right, right away with the big guns. Best male wrestler of the year. The floor is yours, sir. Brian Danielson. Okay. I, Kenny Omega is a very close second to me. Like it's, it's almost one, a one B, uh, but I went with Brian Danielson. I can make a, an argument for Shingo. Uh, he's rounding out my top three mm -hmm. um, Shingo versus Cobb Russell kingdom started the year. My goodness. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, Ibushi also started off with an absolute banger. I legitimately thought, this would be Ibushi's year. Yeah. But then, but then he got injured. And then it was like, damn, shit. Yeah. Uh, Osprey's in the mix as well. Obviously Roman. But like for me, it's Brian Danielson. Um, if you think about it, his last WWE match to date was at WrestleMania. And then he comes into AEW, does incredible things, basically right off the get-go. Him and Kenny, my God. Yeah. Uh, him, him leading up to Hangman. That was fantastic. And the way that they've changed his character, it is it's almost old school and not old school heel, but it's it's Daniel Bryan heel in WWE. But now instead of being very serious all the time, he's having more fun and almost being 
just a complete dick about it. And, and that's, that's super fun to watch. And his matches have just been incredible. So for me, it's Brian Danielson. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in agreement. I'm going Brian Danielson. And yeah, like just this last run has been one of the best runs that anyone has had. And you go, you go back to even the start of the year, like the stuff that he did, I thought he was really big in getting the, the Roman Reigns character over, like getting beat down the way that he did. And now coming to AEW comes in as this just white hot baby face and everyone is behind him. And then in a night, he turns everyone against him like that. That is really difficult to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, while, while the, the year feels a little incomplete because there's a bit in the middle there where we didn't get to see him. Um, he, he takes it for me. My, my runner up was Shingo. I, I thought he had an amazing yeah. year and it, it was to your point. It was kind of the year that I thought that uh, Ibushi would have. And mm. he ends up taking it. And just one more honorable mention. I think hangman page deserves a, a spot yeah. in this category as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the way that Hangman ended off his year, just chef's kiss. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, female wrestler of the year. This one I thought was actually the easiest one for me. I, I think it's Britt Baker with a bullet. I 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think second place would be Thunder Rosa. Uh, and that that yeah. is kind of a, a callback to their match. In WWE, it should have been Bianca Belair. Um, oh, my God. And but... we will get, well, I. We, no, we, we. we we will get to that uh, on the, the worst of show tomorrow. I assure you. <laughs> We're going to get to that because, oh, my God. Like, I, she almost remind like, Bianca almost reminded me of Abushi. Whereas mm-hmm. at the start of the year, like, everything was going right for her. You know, like, Royal Rumble, Mania, everything was good. Yeah. And whereas Abushi's run kind of and petered off because of injury, like, you can't help but, you know, being injured. Bianca, oh my God, we're gonna get to that for for worst of the year. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I'm in complete agreement with you. Like Dr. Britt Baker, holy crap! Like they have set something up between her and Thunder Rosa moving forward, where mm-hmm. fans will be clamoring for it, and yeah. and kind of you know going back to uh Dan or Brian Danielson, his match against Kenny, like the fans are going fucking buck shit crazy batshit crazy before they even touched i feel that's that's what it's going to be with with uh baker and thunder rosa um i do have an honorable mention from stardom okay uh, just because like i personally like stardom has the best women's wrestling in wrestling Mm -hmm. Uh, wwe can have the claim for the best roster not so much the greatest way of going about it but stardom has the best women's pro wrestling uh utami hayao shida has been incredible legit one of the best performers in the mm-hmm. world tom nagano as well and so like th- there are a lot of names in stardom that i'm not super familiar with yet but i i honestly plan to get to because hey amazing wrestling is amazing wrestling and me yeah. being a fan, like I, I i can't help but watch but yeah stardom is doing incredible things and i feel like we say that about stardom almost every year and every year they they get bigger and bigger and so hopefully they they just destroy destroy next year yeah and i will admit that's a bit of a blind spot for me um and that's that that is my own fault but i i, I hear about stardom a lot and it's going to yeah. come up a little bit later on as well um okay. for me but yeah the, the the year of 2022 is going to be the year that i finally correct my not watching enough stardom because i yeah it, it sounds like they are doing absolutely um absolutely phenomenal things over yeah. there and and yeah just last note on Britt baker like the the women's division in AEW is 
improving, but it felt yes. like everything she touched this year, like there wasn't, there wasn't a bad segment. There wasn't a bad match. Everyone no. who came in contact with Britt Baker this year came away better for it. And, and with that, like, you know, I just mentioned her and Thunder Rosa moving forward, dude, her and Jamie Hayter are starting mm-hmm. to build something there as well. So you are adding layers to, to this almost unbeatable champion and honestly Britt baker has a claim to be the champion of the year yeah i i i would have a tough time disagreeing with that yeah yeah and so yeah like i i I love what they're doing with the character and yeah it's like even her most recent match against ty conti like she looked great ty looked great as well and so Mm -hmm. yeah Britt baker easily uh best female wrestler of the year yeah uh tag team of the year this one may as well be named the young bucks award yes. um and they they get it for me this year as well there were a couple of contenders but then you look at the like to, to me it's young bucks and it's death triangle uh with penta yeah. and and phoenix and the reason yeah. is those two wrestled so much so i i gave the nod to the young bucks and it sounds like you're in agreement 100 percent. i mean you can't name a bad young bucks match no and with Death Triangle, with the Lucha Bros, you can't name a bad match of theirs either. And it, the two biggest matches that kind of jump out to me between those two is one on Dynamite, which was fantastic, and the other one, the Steel Cage match, which, in my opinion, at, uh, what was it, All Out? Yeah. Uh, the Steel Cage match, probably the greatest Steel Cage match I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. it's up there with with some of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. And it, like for me, when I think of the best tag team in the world right now, it's the Young Bucks. Yeah, I mean FTR's in the mix, um, Usos kind of in the mix, but it's it's the Young Bucks. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And just to we may as well keep rolling because my match of the year was that cage match. I, okay. I I thought it was perfect. I I was biting on the near falls with the the, the spiked shoes and everything like that. It had everything for me. So that. That one ended up, I know like there's a couple other very good ones. Um, mm. But for me, that was, that was the match of the year. I, I thought it was perfect. Uh, I have a one A and one B. Okay. One uh, A being the Danielson versus hangman went over 60 minutes. Yeah. Had me saying to myself multiple times, Holy shit. Yeah. And I just wish like my only critique, I wish it didn't have so many ad breaks mm. and I really just want to watch the ad-free version of this. And like, to me, it had everything, the crazy back and forth, legit moments where you don't even know who was going to win. Uh, incredible high spots. Hangman jumping off the top rope into a table. That was yeah. fantastic. And uh, my 1B being, ironically, uh, Danielson versus Omega. Uh, both live television matches. Wasn't even a pay-per-view. Yeah. And, and both going to a draw. I fucking hate draws. I hate draws. Maybe that's why I'm not a huge soccer fan. <laughs> but like, I, I I need a definitive winner and a definitive loser. But I did not mind this because it was both matches were incredible. And you know, I kind of touched on it before uh, with with Danielson and Omega. Crowd was going fucking ballistic before they even touched. Like that just goes to show you this match is going to be fantastic and yeah. it's going to be incredible. Um, so yeah, like those, that's my one A one B and. Honestly, I can put Ibushi versus Naito from Wrestle Kingdom in my mm. top three as well. Uh, those two almost legitimately killed each other. Yeah. And holy crap, like it gave me as a fan one hell of a ride. But yeah, like it's it's also the lights out match with uh, Baker versus Thunder Rosa. That was yes. that that was fantastic as well. But yeah, like it's 
for me, I have a one A and one B. That's a bit of a cop out, but like I I I love both those matches so much. Danielson versus Hangman and Danielson versus Omega. Yeah, and you can see where like the the draws they overdo them in WWE because it, yeah. it feels like it's a cop out. But with these, they both felt like the advancing of stories almost. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. and and they were just they they were so well done. And I I watched the um the the Hangman Danielson match at the back alley before uh, oh, wow. Pro Wrestling, and like the waitresses who couldn't give two shits were yeah. biting on the near falls and gasping at some of the moves and stuff like that. So it's like when, when I have you a get... couple of stories from the back alley. Oh, I bet you, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, um... if if those walls could talk, <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, that's in, and and that just goes to show basically the the reach that that pro wrestling has. I mean, yeah. it can get casuals. And people who don't even give a shit and to be like, holy crap, what am I watching here? Yeah, that just goes to show the beauty of pro wrestling sometimes. Uh, All right. Moment of the year. Do you have one that stuck out to you? Okay, I have a lot of really good candidates. Um, Abushi finally winning the big one at Wrestle Kingdom and then unifying uh, the intercontinental and heavyweight belts a few months later. That was incredible. Biggie winning money in the bank uh, moment. I legitimately popped for Like, I'm pretty sure I texted you right after and be like, holy shit. And then you were just like, dude, I'm like at a wedding or something. I can't watch this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, you know, him winning the title uh, later on in the year, Hangman finally beating Kenny and, mm-hmm. and closing out was probably the best storyline in wrestling for the past two years. Like, uh, I will argue anybody with about that. Yeah, uh, Adam Cole debuting on AEW, uh, but dude, it has to be CM Punk returning in August. Mm. Nothing, nothing really beats that for me. Like, here's a guy, a lot of people, myself included, uh, would never be back in the ring, but he yep. did. And and what a fucking moment at the United Center! Absolutely yeah. perfect. You start the show off with this. The crowd is going insane. People are crying in the crowd. Like, it just hit different from all the other moments I, I kind of listed off there. And so for me, moment of the year has to be CM Punk returning. That's that, that's an excellent one and an excellent list. And uh, my winner wasn't included in there, which again, kind of goes to what we talked about at the beginning of the year with how great this year has been in professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. It gets tainted a little bit because of how it was followed up. But to me, nothing is beating Bianca winning at WrestleMania. Um, okay. winning, winning the title, her reaction, yeah. the crowd reaction, it closed the first night. And it, it just like, I, I haven't felt that way about pro wrestling since. And I've, like you said, a lot of great moments. Like Adam Page was the culmination of one of the best stories we've had in wrestling in a long time. And yeah. Big E winning what was such a huge moment for a number of different reasons. Some of them similar to, to Bianca winning. Yeah, I think another absolutely. one, uh, another one here, just from a, a moment from a match, um, Cody going through a flaming table oh, is, yeah. is yeah. certainly a moment. Yeah. But to me, just what that what that match meant, what that moment meant, um, I yeah, to, to me and having it be on that big of a stage and what that night meant, like it's the first time we have a live, live crowd really in yeah. a, a long time. So I just think all of those coming together made a Bianca winning the, the women's title my moment of the year. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I, I will not argue with that. Um, I, I guess both our picks, again, kind of just hit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Best on the mic. Okay. I, I have a couple here. Um, yep. my, I, I have honorable mention and I know you're not a fan of this dude, but the promos that Roman Reigns have been, Roman Reigns, been cutting yeah. this year yeah. has been fantastic. CM Punk, yeah. just cause he is CM Punk. 
Of course. Um, and just because we didn't have an announcer of the year, Pat McAfee has been the goddamn best on SmackDown mm. all season yeah. long. Uh, but yeah. my winner is, is MJF. And yes. there, there are times where, like CM Punk said in his promo, it can be a little low-hanging fruit sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it a, can like be a, a little bit of this town sucks, why am I here sort of stuff. Um, sure. But I, I just feel like every time he at least delivers and he he has such a great sense of things. And again, being as young as he is, it's crazy. Oh so God. so for it's me, really- he he is best on the mic. Yeah. Um, same year. Uh, we, we saw him and, and Punk verbally go at it and in November. And that was pure magic. Like they let these guys go for a 10 minute segment without any breaks. And, and what made that segment great was the announcers didn't say anything. They just mm-hmm. let these guys go. And it, it was a verbal back and forth that was truly magnificent. Um, and yeah, you kind of touched on it. MJF does at times get caught with, you know, the, the cheapy promos. Look at his stuff against uh, Pillman Jr. Yeah, that was that's cheapy. But you know what? The guy has a gift not a whole lot of people possess or not a whole lot of people can learn. And yeah, he he is the best on the mic. Honorable mention, uh, Dan Housen. You know how mm. much I love Dan Housen. I think the guy is hilarious, super smart. And when he gets healthy, he's going to be a legit money-making machine for a company already starting to do some things with AEW, with uh, Billy Gunn and what he refers to uh, Billy Gunn's kids as the ass boys. That's become <laughs> a thing. Um, Xavier so, you wearing know, his shirt on, um, on G4. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's we'll get to kind of the worst uh, tomorrow. But like when ROH released all their talent immediately, I thought of Dan Housen, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal. Like those three guys will get snapped up pretty soon. Jay Lethal already. But yeah, honorable mention to me is Dan Housen. That guy is going to be a fucking star. Mm-hmm. No, if that's not already. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, feud of the year. I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, I have a few here. Um, Okada versus Osprey, Shingo Mm. versus Osprey, Pinnacle versus Inner Circle was awesome. Uh, Edge versus Rollins, uh, even Lashley versus McIntyre. But I'm going with Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Nice. Uh, Like I mentioned before, and like we mentioned, AEW is something to set something very special between these two moving forward. Uh, whether it be outside interference from Baker whenever Rosa is wrestling or Rosa recently beating Jamie Hayter during the uh, TBS tournament. By the way, TBS tournament has been incredible. Yes. Like, like it, the, the product coming out of there is, is in- amazing because it leaves you wondering like, oh, this person can win. That person can win. Oh, this person can, I can legitimately see them holding the, the TBS title. And like me as a wrestling fan, I love that. I yeah. love being my own booker in, in this sense and and just having that intrigue but yeah like to me it's it's rosa versus uh brit baker and you know as mentioned before when these two go at it again it's going to be fucking electric yeah oh it's gonna be so good like um aew doesn't really have a show that like stands out above the rest like all out i guess um yeah. but it, it doesn't like all out doesn't feel totally different from full gear or anything like that but if they had their version of wrestlemania you could main event it with um oh, with Britt easy. baker against thunder rosa and and yeah um i know it's early but i mean you can maybe even throw punk versus mjf in the mix for a few of the year yeah uh, alice alistair black versus cody rose cody rhodes 
uh, that was good, but I think mm. it went on a little too long. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going with um, Rosa versus uh, Baker. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I have a couple honorable mentions here. I have um, just he didn't come up. Um, I, I thought enough in my early list. So I am kind of overcompensating to get Roman on here. Cause I think he had an amazing year. So I'm just saying Roman reigns versus SmackDown. Um, I thought that, and just him with the Usos at the beginning of the year, I thought was really, really good. Um, yeah. I think, uh, a couple from not in the, the major promotions. I like Hammerstone against the Contra unit in MLW. I thought that was a really yeah, good yeah. build. And I think in GCW, um, Matt Cardona against Nick yeah. Gage got <laughs> so much hate out of oh everyone. Like we still, saw the, oh yeah, still to this day. We saw the best and the worst of the internet wrestling community in that, um, in that little exchange. But to me, yeah. the feud of the year is Hangman Adam Page against Kenny Omega. Just yeah. the, the build up all year That's, long. The and, and, we thought we were getting in, then we didn't, and then the final culmination yeah. I thought was phenomenal. And and you know what that I'm foreshadowing a bit, but that's uh, that'll be in one of the uh, categories uh, for best of the year uh, pretty soon here for me, yeah. anyways. But yeah, that initially when I made my list, that was going to be my feud, but then it ended up being something else on the uh, best of categories. But okay, uh, yeah, yeah, the, incredible. I'll touch on it pretty soon here, but yeah, okay. uh, amazing. Uh, and most improved, um, okay. I have uh, a couple. Again, I put Roman Reigns. I thought he took another step yeah. this year, but 100%. in kind of in kind of what this category is is made for. Honorable mentions to Dante Martin, who had yeah. an unbelievable year. Um, oh my god! And, and Ty Conti, who I thought yeah. really took a step forward. Um, and of course, we can't have a best of show without mentioning Hook at some point. It's tough to <laughs> it's tough to improve from literally nothing. Um, but they. They should just he should just be the undisputed champion of professional wrestling by the time we're doing this show next year. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but for me, it's Jeff Cobb. I okay, yeah. I, yeah. I've always kind of liked this dude, but I, I thought yeah. he had an unbelievable G1. I like him in the United Empire. I yeah. I I like I just I think you could put whatever the world title is going to be in New Japan in, in 2021, I think you can put that on him and I think you can do some amazing things. So Jeff Cobb gets my win. I love that. I love that. I, I think he's absolutely fantastic. He is money. He is money. And, and he's going to be a mainstay in New Japan. Like that, that to me is when I think of kind of a, a foreigner, essentially uh, he fits the bill. Like he's fantastic. Um, for me, most improved, uh, also uh, going back to Dante Martin, I think that kid is going to be a fucking stud. Like yeah. MJF always mentions, you know, the pillars of AEW and, and that's, that's cute. And, and it's a good selling point. I think Dante Martin should be in the mix for pillars moving forward. Um, but most, most improved for me, I, I struggled a bit here because I have two, uh, it's between Sammy Guevara and Xavier Woods. Mm. Uh, yeah, since debuting on AEW, uh, you can just tell Guevara's confidence has grown every time. And this year, especially, super, like, just put him on a different planet, uh, whether it be him in the inner circle against the pinnacle, him taking on MJF a few months ago in the main event of Dynamite. You compare that main event to when Guevara took on Cody at the start of, at the inception of AEW. Like, the character progression 
the confidence, whether it be in the ring or on the mic, Guevara has improved immensely. And of course, him winning the TNT title this year, guy just keeps on getting better and better for me. And then you have Xavier Woods, finally, finally, after years of calling for it, wins the King of the Ring. Also, showcasing he's a really fucking good singles wrestler in in, in the process of all of this during the tournament leading up to uh, the, the King of the Ring. We forget how really good he is in the ring. And with Big E doing his own thing with the champ and Kofi almost taking a, a, a back roll and, and letting Woods kind of shine. Mm-hmm. The New Day seem to be doing okay without each other. And that kind of hurts me because I love the New Day. And when they split up, that 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 kind of pissed me off. But yeah, yeah. Uh, them separately, they've been doing great. And I think a lot of that has to do with what Woods has been doing. So yeah, my most improved, honestly, it's, it's, it's between Sammy Guevara and Xavier Woods. Nice. Yeah, no, that's good. Xavier Woods. Yeah, he had an incredible year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he kind of I, I thought about him for this one. The, the reason I didn't mention him was because I don't know if he improved as much as we just finally got to see what he could do, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think his his improvement came. It was most improved booking of the year because they finally realized guess, hey, we should yeah. do something with him. And no, that's that's a great pick because we finally got to see something from him. Um, just another name I want to mention here. I think he'll probably come up when we do this next year. Uh, I, I think Wardlow is right on oh the cusp of something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's inevitable, but like that break between him and MJF, that's going to be almost, it, it's not going to be as electric for me as Rosa versus Baker, but like right. when, th- when those two split up, it's going to be monumental and it's going to be yeah. fantastic because it, this is one of the good things about AEW. They set something up, they, they plant the seed and they just let it grow. Yeah, when it when it blooms is is who knows, but like typically what they set up works and and I can't wait for for the inevitable clash between MJF and Wardlow. Yeah, no, it it, the the comparison is obvious, but it is going to feel very much like Batista Triple H type of thing. I can't wait for the thumbs down. Yeah. Oh, you know, he was going to toy with that. (laughs) <laughs> um, like, you know, that that's going to happen at some point here. Yeah. Uh, all right. The, the last one here, the story of the year. Okay. Um, hangman versus Omega. Okay. Uh, mention it in the moment of the year, but, uh, this story, it, it was set up years ago and it mm-hmm. bled into, and finally finished into 2021. This had it all. It had it all because, uh, you have Hangman building something over with the Dark Order, Hangman getting over his anxiety, Hangman getting over his self-confidence issues, something yeah. that honestly is very relatable. We've all been there, mm-hmm. you know, and then on the flip side, you have Kenny and the Bucks. Uh, they would always seem to talk or beat whatever Hangman had in store, uh, whether it be at, at full gear or whatever. And And the addition of Adam Cole to the Super Elite, and this adds or this muddies the waters a little bit with the super elite. And so with the initial few between hangman and, and Omega, you have these other separate things that kind of grow again, hangman and, and the dark order and Omega may be looking over his shoulder a little bit for Adam Cole. And when it just ended, it was fantastic. Like yeah. it, I do wonder if they revisit it or if they ever even go back to it when Kenny is healthy again. But like this was story of the year started things off again. Hangman tried to get over his inner demons and then ended perfectly like a storybook ending. And again, it was set up years ago. I loved it. Loved every minute of this. 
Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned off the top of the show. I, I think this should have been um, the year of Ibushi. And yeah. so, like, I think it, it's at the very start of the year, but Ibushi finally getting to the top of that mountain, I thought was a, a great, it, the, the story kind of culminates in 2021. So it's not necessarily a, a big one here, but no, I, I agree with you from just a, a broader pro wrestling standpoint. I thought like, just, this was the year of AEW. Like this was yeah. a, a year where sometimes again, competition, not being equal, but they are beating raw in the ratings. They just defeat NXT. Like they, they make yeah. them completely alter NXT and just ruin that product. And I, I think another big story, you kind of touched on it. I thought this was the year of stardom. Um, I, I thought this yeah. was the year that it started to creep into kind of not like mainstream pop culture, but like mainstream pro wrestling coverage. And sure. to, to the point now where like, I, I need to get a subscription to, to their service. Um, yeah. So uh, th those are a couple other ones I just wanted to mention from not necessarily a week by week storyline thing, but just like the bigger stories of professional wrestling. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I don't disagree whatsoever again. And, and with AEW, it's, they leave you thinking with what the hell are they going to think of next? And, mm -hmm. and that's, that's again, it, it goes back to the intrigue. It goes back to me booking things in my head. Like, Hey, I would do this, this, and this, and I get giddy and I get excited for it. And I haven't really felt that way since I first discovered new Japan when we used to do uh, our, our old show years ago. And yeah. so, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just so excited with, with what AEW has in store. And yeah, like you mentioned the Wednesday night wars, I think the final nail in the coffin there was when Bobby fish showed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that kind of like, okay, this is yeah. over, over, over. This is over, over. Yeah. yeah. And I think the, the possibilities for 2022 are great. Um, obviously thing, yeah. we, as we are taping this, um, the, the world's not a fantastic place as we have another variant that it's kind of locking things down again and making travel more difficult. But it, if, if we can get a handle on things at some point and start to have performers traveling to and from Japan, like I, I think next one, next year's G1 has the potential to be the greatest G1 in the history oh of the God. world. If we are able to do this, Ryan um, Danielson in the mix, CM right. Punk even maybe like, yeah. holy shit. Um, also, I forgot to mention it here because it's kind of so late in the year, but uh, Katsuyori Shibata coming back is... Oh, my God, it's, right? It's something of the year. I don't know what yes. it is. Look, come, yeah. come back of the year. There we go. Come back of the year. Katsuyori Shibata. There we go. <laughs> I like that. I like that because, yeah, it, it's 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 something that I didn't think was hap would ever happen again. Again, uh, going back to the whole punk thing, I didn't think punk would ever return to a ring. I didn't think Shibata would ever return to a ring because his injury was nasty. Yeah. And like afterwards, like he, you could see that he was having trouble walking and, and whatnot. And so his recovery has been nothing short of miraculous and, yeah. and him coming back now is this going to be the shibata of old is this going to be shibata of the three musketeers with him nakamura and um uh who's the uh, third one um tanahashi i don't know if that's going to be old shibata but like hey shibata coming back is still it's still it's intrigue again yeah. it's intrigue it's it's the possibility of something fantastic so yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just adds to the dream matches that you could put together yeah. with a like a yeah. Brian Danielson against him and just like one of those grappling exhibitions that they did with Zack Sabre Jr. would sure. be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I want to oh. see that match again because yes. I mean, 
they, they wrestled before, but this was when Zach looked like he was 13. Not that I'm saying he still looks like he's 13, but I mean, right. he looks like he's 14 now. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it, like, like possibilities are endless. And yeah, with New Japan, like Omega and, and Ibushi, who knows? Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like putting that together again. Like there's just so many yeah. possibilities to, to do. So it's it, it is a really fun time. In in professional wrestling, and when you think about it, like it, it was it was a down year for WWE, and we'll get to that tomorrow. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I I think it was even a down year for New Japan. Like I, I don't think they had a very good year either. Oh, yeah. And so we're we're talking about two of the three biggest companies in the world kind of having a eh year, and we're still talking about this as one of the the best years of pro wrestling. Yeah, just it's a testament to to this sport and us as fans going batshit crazy for something that is batshit crazy <laughs> yeah all right so that is the end of our best of episode uh but it, you'll notice this one may be a little bit shorter uh tomorrow's might go a little long <laughs> as it is now um as we dive into the worst of professional wrestling so thank you for joining us and we will talk to you tomorrow great stuff as always from g uh love doing those and yes it is uh tomorrow will be our worst of once again thank you to clearwater cleaning solutions support the companies that support this show it would really mean a lot to me if you were able to do that call clearwater cleaning solutions as we are coming to you from the clearwater cleaning solutions broadcast studio call them at 403-274-3998 and book a residential cleaning this week and go into a draw to win your cleaning on them that is 403 403- 2743998 and mention that you're calling from the podcast. Worst of the wrestling world tomorrow. Talk to you guys later. I'm out.